You're listening to A Little Happy Podcast, weekly conversations about marriage, kids, work, friendships, and the pursuit of living an authentic life. A Little Happy Podcast, where small moments make a big life. Welcome, Natty. Hey, how are you? I'm great. Thank you for coming on and being a part of this series. I'm excited to be here. It's going to be fantastic. But before we dive into today's topic, we want to share a little bit about us and this podcast. So for you, the listener, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate your time and we appreciate that you are going to be along this journey with us. We believe in the power of sharing and the power of using our out loud voices. I love that. That's Natty's term and I stole it. Sorry, Natty. (laughs) We also want to be transparent, authentic, and have a lot of fun along the way. Natty and I have been friends for over 15 years. We have six kids between us, ranging in age from four and a half all the way up to 23 with everything in between. So with that, Natty, tell us three things to kick us off that maybe I wouldn't know about you. Oh, gosh. Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Let's see. Three things about me that you wouldn't know. Well, one, I know you probably know this, but me and my family live in the town um, that I grew up in, um, in a small town in southern Indiana, um, equidistant, actually, between my my grandparents and my parents. And it's been so fun uh, raising our kids here. Um, my dream job, you know, everyone talks about dream jobs. I was thinking about this the other day. If I could have a dream job, I think it would be to be a florist. Really? Yeah. It would be I so would totally fun. use you. Right. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, but it's so fun to be w- among flowers. They just bring me so much joy. Um, and believe it or not, I don't know if you ever, have, if you know this about me, Mary Susan, but believe it or not, I made appearances my senior year of high school as the school mascot at no. boys basketball games. <laughs> no. What was the, I have to know what oh, the mascot was. Have, you know, I have to give a shout out to my high school, Bloomington High School South. Have pride in yourself and the Panthers. <laughs> I dressed up as a purple panther i love that a plug for the purple panther i know way to go (laughs) so fun i know how about you what are three things that i might not know about you okay so you probably know this about me but most people are pretty surprised to know that um i have four dogs uh in, in one house which is pretty nutty but um i'm a dog lover i never had a dog growing up um and so why not i'll just have a house full of dogs now so um (laughs) Yeah, and with that comes a lot of vacuuming. Uh, oh my, my dogs, gosh! Yeah, yeah. Are, there's a lot of shedding, but do they shed? I have a. Let's just put it this way. I yeah, I have a sweeper. Almost like I have way too many vacuums. Let's put it that way. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, everybody sheds. But anyway, all that being said, they bring me a lot of joy. Like you were talking about flowers, they bring me a lot of peace. They bring me a lot of joy, and it's just unconditional love. Like they, it's not hard. It's easy, right? Dogs yeah. like they love you no matter That's what. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Um, unlike you as the school mascot, I used to be painfully shy as a kid. Really? Uh, yeah. And hopefully in these episodes, we can touch on that because I really did have to kind of have a, uh, you know, come to come to Jesus with myself about kind of um, working, working out of that shyness um, as I got older. Um, and then the other thing my family knows about me, but maybe, maybe other people don't is... I always play John Mayer music when I cook. 
I see. I like. I I have a total block on anything and how to make it unless I'm playing John Mayer. Like, you have to have his sweet I have voice have in the background for have you to, to make good food. Yes, I talk about him like I know him. Well, I mean that makes sense, right? Yeah. You I know, mean, I don't he's know so dreamy. I don't know. I think it goes along with just like that. That it brings me peace. It brings me creativity. I don't know, but it's like anything else. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing in the kitchen. But oh as long gosh. as John Mayer is is singing, I'm good. I feel like that tracks. Though I I just was you were saying that had a memory pop up that I think the one of the times I saw you over the summer a few years ago was at a John Mayer concert. Yeah, I've Do seen you remember her way that? too much. Yeah, and I was like excited to like visit, and you're like, no, I got to get to my seat because he's gonna start here soon. <laughs> I'm like, bye bye, Natty, bye bye. Right? Oh my god, yeah, it's not like a weird obsession or anything. It just brings me like a lot of peace. I don't know why. I, you know, I saw him for the first time when he was 19 years old, and he was more like of a. I mean, he obviously is in a. I, this is not a podcast about John Mayer, by the no. way. <laughs> but he's, he's proficient in guitar playing, so we went to this this small little festival seating to hear this kid play the guitar and we've my husband and I have been like um you know we've seen him a, a ton of times in between and just big fans and I don't know my whole point for telling you that is dogs and John Mayer lessen my anxiety and bring me peace so there well I love that well I'm gonna have to come to your house and cook and listen to John Mayer you'll have to it's the that's the only way you're gonna get food that's the only way I'll get food yes oh okay, my so gosh we're well, talking about this amazing um, trueness. Like, this is just truth. We are speaking the truth. And and um, I would love for you to start us out and kind of talk us through this today's episode, which I'm so excited about, you know, kicking the imposter syndrome to the curb. Like, it's a new year in 2023. We're going to do it. Right. Well, and, you know, I think all of this, I'm so excited to do this with you, by the way. Um and I feel like it comes after phone call after phone call of me saying like, okay, here's the deal. Like, I got to talk to you about something, you know, and this pursuit, like you said, of like authenticity and um, of living just like a bit more of a gentle life. Right. Um, so you mentioned new year. Um, and I was thinking about that last night as I was preparing to talk to you today that for me, I don't know about you, but for me, New Year's always comes with the reflection of what happened like over the last 365 days. And then obviously what to look forward to in the new year, which is always how you hear people like new year, new me, you know? Right. Um, but I have gotten caught in um, reflecting on the year that has just happened and things that I could have done better or should have done better, or I should have handled something differently. You know, like the, the, the loop starts up, like, should I have been more present with my kids? Should I have taken a, a lead on us in speaking during a meeting? You know, I work full time. Like, should I taken a lead at a meeting and, and spoken up or have I shared my feelings the right way with my spouse? Or, you know, it's just all of a sudden the reflection for me sometimes, if I'm not careful, can quickly go from gratitude um, about what has happened to more of that, like doubt and criticism and like have what am I doing you know I don't know and it usually for me it starts at like one o'clock in the morning yeah, you thanks, know thanks when, it is, when thanks. it is dark right. outside and there is not a lot of action that can be taken and I get myself stuck and I don't know you know we you shared earlier that we've been friends for a long time the age of our children 
you know, range, you know, this, this long range between your oldest and my youngest. And so there's a lot of life in between that you and I have been able to share. I'm so grateful for that. But I was thinking about that as we were going to talk today. Like, do you ever find yourself in that loop, that like 1am loop of doubt and of worry? Yes. Minus 2am doesn't matter. Same loop, same in your head. And it's like I'm doing mental gymnastics in the middle of the night. I mean, that's the best way I can put it is I just feel like um, it's hard. Like the middle of the night, like I'm fighting with myself, right? So um, it's like I'm wrestling myself at 2 a.m., right, mentally. And I absolutely, you know, feel that. And, and. Um, I feel like kind of the coming down off the holidays, because we're all so busy. And let's face it, like, I know that there are amazing men out there that worry about the holidays and the perfect gift and the Christmas cards and all the things and making sure everybody is covered. But majority of the time, it's us moms and us women who are navigating that and planning it and orchestrating it and all the things, all the things, all the things. And then the new year hits and you come down, you come down off of this, like, this, this, this magic, this magical high of, of what you created and orchestrated and organized and, and there's a relief to it, but it's almost like I have to deal with myself now. Right. Like I've been so busy, distracted about so many other people and so many other things that I am now having to face myself. And that's what I, I find it more of like a tug of war with myself. And I, and I agree with you. How do we get past the criticism and the doubt and the worry and start to own it more and be a gentler version of ourselves and kinder to ourselves um, so we can go in the new year empowered and not so like, um, you know, like exhausted. Right. You know, I think there is something it's so for me, I've had, I continue to have a hard time with, putting those, you know, the thoughts, the loop, the incessant loop of whatever, what you just said, you know, the doubt of, you know, have I shown up for my kids in the right way? Or am I um, doing good at work or what, you know, whatever it could be. Um, Did I get the trash cans out (laughs) in time, which by the way, that was yesterday. And I was like outside running outside in my pajamas at six o'clock in the morning with a full trash can, like waving like, down, waving down. Right. And the, our, 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 the guys who do all of our pickup, they were like, again, you know, like they know, <laughs> you know, right. Um, but like, how do you like, so when that starts to happen, like, so here's where I struggle when it starts to happen, especially in the middle of the night that I can get myself then so worked up about all of the what ifs or the could haves or should haves that then I am not going to be productive or available, right. right, for my kids or myself in the morning. So, like, when it starts to happen for you, what do you do to, like, okay. quiet your brain? Well, I'm going to tell you the healthy version of what I'm my best self of what I do and the worst version. Because yes, I've had please. both these versions <laughs> in the last 12 days. Okay. Okay. The worst version of myself, because I always go out, get up, because it's always around 2 a.m., 2.02, 2.03, something like that. You know, you go to the bathroom, and then that right there makes the decision. What am I going to do with this loop after I go to the bathroom? Okay? Because mm-hmm. you're up. You're up, right? I'm with so you. The worst version of myself decided to get into the Oreos 
<laughs> and dunk them in milk and it tasted so good and I was like this is such a great idea <laughs> so I had a party with myself and all the Oreos and then I turned on the TV okay bad bad loop so basically what you're doing is self-soothing right right uh with Oreos in your bed and watching whatever it is that like distracts you right um if I can catch myself before I talk myself into like, yeah, no, I deserve at least 68 Oreos right now. Right. (laughs) If I can catch myself in that moment, what I do is I get back in the bed, I keep the room dark and I say the same prayer over and over and over to myself. Mm. And that prayer is God, give me the strength. Mm. Dear Lord, please give me the strength. God, I don't know why I'm so overwhelmed or so upset. I know that I can face this. Give me strength. Mm-hmm. And if I can say that over and over, I will eventually fall back to sleep. And I always feel better the next day. Um, but the truth is, it's it's about finding that strength so you can do it, so you can face it, so you can be um, better the next day instead of waking up anxious and 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 worried about what's happening. Right. Well, and there's, I think there's a bit of what you just said that reminded me, there's a bit of like having to let it go. Right. Like it's two o'clock in the morning. Um, while I think a very good solution is eating Oreos in bed with a cup of milk and watching, uh, TV, like that sounds awesome. I will also (laughs) know I'm tired the next day, you know, Uh but there's something about the ladder that you talked about, about being able to quiet your brain and, say a mantra, say a prayer, whatever that looks like for you, right? That like, that I think that practice is like letting it go. Like there's nothing you're going to be able to do about those worries tonight. And I think about that too. Like in my, when you said you're like best, the best times that you've been able to quiet your mind and the worst times, my worst times usually is exactly that. Like I, it's the, it's the fork in the road when I get up to get a glass of water. That's usually what happens. Uh And then it's like, if you give a mouse a cookie, like I will look at like the laundry on the floor and be like, oh, I didn't change the laundry downstairs from Mm -hmm. the washer to the dryer. So I'll be like, I'm just going to do that really fast. And then what I'm doing though, is like playing into the list that's going around in my head. That's never going to be done. That's never going to be be done. done. And it certainly shouldn't get done at two o'clock in the morning because in my case, I've got little kids, like they wake up to that stuff, you know? So then like, how cool is that? Like I'm awake at 2 a.m. with like twin four-year-olds like running around. No, 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 no. So the the better version or like when I actually can quiet it down long enough is usually the same that I can like lay down in a quiet space, be able to self-soothe, say a prayer. Or what I sometimes really actually do is I write. I write it all out. Like I will either get out a journal. I have a pad of paper that sits next to my bed. Sometimes I'll do it on my phone, which I know like the screen and the light and that won't soothe me back to sleep. But actually what helps is getting the worry and the thoughts like out of my brain. Like I need them out Out. of here. Yeah, you have to purge it. I totally get that. And, you know, I I think a lot of women and especially moms, you know, struggle with this with the work, um, the work life balance, because, you know, it's never over. The list is never over. I had my first boss tell me that. I thought that way. I was like trying to prove myself, put in FaceTime. I was, you know, coming in early, staying late, you know, all the things. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, I had an, I, my commute was 90 minutes. My first job, the first job I took, I stayed, 
um, in my hometown, but I commuted back and forth. And I remember, um, you know, 90 minutes each way. And I remember my boss coming to tell me like at seven at night, you know, and he got paid the big bucks and here I'm getting, I'm like, you know, like the lowest person on the totem board, just graduated (laughs) college. And he said to me, the list will still be there in the morning. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and it's so true. Like the list is going to be there when you wake up. Uh, So what can we do? What can we talk about today through the imposter syndrome? And you were so gracious and looking it up because I hadn't even done that. I kind of just come up with what it meant to me, but, um, you know, oh, the definition we... of imposter syndrome. Yes. What you know... is the official definition? Do you know what it is? No, you're going to tell me. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I looked this up as we were getting ready to prepare for this because, you know, when I think of imposter, you know, imposter syndrome, like, I'm like, that's just is like a really fun, you know, word catchphrase. Cause all it is, is doubt and worry and like feeling which less is based than, in fear. Doubt and is, worry is based in fear. Exactly. But listen to the definition. It's the psychological occurrence in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. What? <laughs> Like offensive. That's offensive. That's talk. offensive. But think about this. I think I think we can agree. And again, our pers- my perspective and the shared experience I think that you and I have, Mary Susan, is that we're women that we have that we have children that we both have work have been in the workforce. You know, so like our perspective is coming from like a woman's perspective, right? And so I know that men men definitely experience this as well. But I think we could agree. That women go about their days, because I know I've gone about my day feeling this like psychological occurrence, right? Of like doubt. Yes. Um, Yes. And what makes me super sad about that is when you're actually doing something that you know that you're good at and you're skilled at and you're prepared for and you're still worried Like, am I legit enough to be here? That's what it means to me is, you know, I've studied this. I know what I'm doing. I believe in this. I'm prepared. I love this. I lose myself in this. Um, I, I, I'm alive when I'm doing X, like whatever that is for somebody. Right. Mm -hmm. But then you still go like, wait, but do people think I'm legit? Right. You know, and, and as, as, as human beings, you know, not only why do we do that, but how do we get over that, especially in this new year? How do you, how do you like, you know, what's your goal to kind of get over that? What's your self-talk? What's your, um, what's your, what's your plan and ability to tackle that? Well, we were talking earlier last week and you had brought up something that had really resonated with me as you were just talking about this, like the idea that you can walk in, you know, for me, I can walk into a situation at work or with my, with my kids, like how we're raising our children. You know, I think it's right now I'm in my late thirties and, you know, we are, um, and I'm, I'm just as guilty of it, of putting my family out on Instagram and showing all of the really great things, but it's really, it can be really hard, right. To see, um, you know, social media is a big influence on the way that, um, you can play into how you want to, parent, show up as a friend, show up as a spouse, like whatever that is. And, and so, um, I've gotten myself caught up in that, like trying to keep up. Right. And realize all of a sudden you have something happen and you're like, 
well, wait a minute. I don't think this aligns with my value system. Mm-hmm. And there's something about that that you and I talked about a while ago about the idea that to counterbalance or to talk back to the imposter syndrome, like to talk back to it and say, no, thank you. Like, I'm not into doubting myself. I think it, it starts with having a good of, of having a good value system. Um, and I'm really lucky. Like my parents, I'm the oldest of four kids. My parents raised us um, with good values, you know, or, or values that I see as um, important to me of being always being kind, uh-huh. always seeking honesty, like being honest, like the idea that and I, I, I tell my my son who's 10 now this that Chris, my husband, Chris and I say, we will never be angry if you are truthful. Right. You know, right. like we, because that the truth just brings so much power. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, those types of things of, of the, of the other idea too. And I know, I think you've t- shared that you've talked to your girls about this, like that you don't have to be friends with every single person. You don't have to invest right in like these really heavy friendships, but you have to be kind to people. Um, uh, and I think it, that, that's of- a, that is really hard for what we've been taught. More is better, you know, uh, quantity over quality, right? Like how many followers do you have? How many this? How many that? And, And the truth is, you know, if we all can get through life with a, you know, with a handful of people that we trust and, and consider to have authentic relationship, that's a, that's a win. Right. Isn't there something too, though? Like, I think, so it's, so, you know, to combat you know, in the imposter syndrome or the doubt or the, the, the mental checklist that happens in the middle of the night. It's that I, that I, I have, I can lean back on my value system and on my, on my faith or my spirituality, whatever that is. I can lean on a a spouse or a friend. I also find a ton of comfort in spot checking things with other people, right? Like this power of, picking up the phone and saying, and getting it, like, if it's not writing it down, it's calling someone and saying, Hey, my brain is working against me right now. And I'm thinking all of this stuff. And I'm feeling like I'm not meeting the mark here, or that I'm doubting the way I'm being able to parent or that I haven't shown up for my spouse, whatever that is. Can you help like provide me some perspective? Yes, I totally agree. I mean, and if you don't feel comfortable doing that with a friend. I'm a huge proponent on counseling and therapy. Heck, I yes. love it. I mean, I love, I have been in and out of counseling for maintenance, for hard times, for confusion, for life change. You name it. I am a huge proponent and go talk with somebody. If you don't want to burden or you don't have, you know, I, mm-hmm. whatever your dynamic is, I don't know. Right. So like, if you don't have somebody you feel like you really can share, unload, or dump with, like you're talking about, um, until you find somebody who can kind of mentor you through that conversation, I'm telling you, go find a great counselor. Oh, listen, my therapist, t- I mean, like, it's amazing. And it's good perspective. Like, I'm not very good at that. I'm not very good at what I just said to do, right? Um, like, in theory, it makes sense to, like, pick up the phone and say, Hey, I've got all of this stuff, but it's again, at the end of the day, it's like human stuff, you know? And so it is. Yeah. And I think having a code word as you, I'm, I'm older than you are. I'm, I'm older. I'm, I'm, I'm ahead of you. And, and like, you know, what's the math? I don't know. 12, 13, something years. Right. So, Mm -hmm. um, I have learned with, with, you got to find those people, um, 
one, two, however, whatever they are. And I have a girlfriend when one of my daughters became uh, very, very ill and was in ICU. Mm. And I wouldn't respond to, obviously, I I was so distraught. My husband and I were so scared and distraught. I was not responding to any texts or phone calls or anything. We were worried about getting her well and keeping her alive. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when I got to my phone, you know, four days later and or sifting through the text, one of my dearest friends and longest time friends, all she said on the text is, girl, I am here to wrestle the hog with you. Mm. And that has become our kind of our safe word, our code word. Like I'll text her, need to wrestle the hog. Yeah. And, or she'll be like, girl, can you meet for drinks? Can you meet for dinner? Need to wrestle the hog. And that means I, I need I need help figuring this out. I need to dump. I need to unload. And I need you to listen. Yeah, there's some stuff we've got to work through. And I can't do it by myself. Right. So find somebody to wrestle the hog with. Yeah. You know, and I think about that. We talked about that, I think, a few years ago when I shared a bit about my postpartum experience with the twins. You shared that with me. And it is. It, again, it is hard to put in action, but when I do, when I have enough clarity to be able to be vulnerable enough to say, I do not have this figured out, I need help. There's so much relief that comes with that. I totally agree. And and going into the new year, like what you talk about, like where we're like, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to read more books. I want to do, I want to take a cooking class. I want to run. I want to lose 50 pounds. Like mm-hmm. whatever those things are, this is the first year I actually sat down and instead of making a list, like I have every other year going into the new year of the things I wanted to do, I actually made a list of who I want to spend my time with. That's awesome. And then we'll find cool things to do along the way. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever those things are. Okay. So, but I was like, I, I've got to change this pattern of the list that we started talking about this conversation. Right. I think the list to me, um, you know, only, only feeds the imposter syndrome. Cause I can never get through the list. It's ongoing, but what I get from being around individuals who bring me joy, bring me comfort, bring me, you know, I'm kind of always looking for that feeling of what, how do I feel when I'm around my dogs cooking with John Mayer playing, right? <laughs> right. Like you feel at ease, you feel right. like yourself, you feel confident, you feel like, you know what you're doing. So who are those people and make a list, or at least I'm trying it this year, to be intentional about spending time with those people. Yeah, I like that a lot. Because resolutions, for me, January is a hard year because I would make resolutions and I would not usually be, sometimes I'd keep them, sometimes I wouldn't. And then I'd say, well, there's always next year. We'll get, well, here's what I learned. Next year is like a really long way away, (laughs) you know? And so when I think about that, like this conversation reminds me so much of when I call you usually like on my way home from work or when I'm bathing the kids or when I'm walking to the mailbox for like a moment of quiet where I do, where I call and I'm like, okay, Mary Susan, here's the thing. Like I need perspective Um, and so I love the idea of setting resolution, um, or, or goal or being more intentional. Like what I heard you say is that you want to be more intentional about connecting with people who, um, are going to be walking through life with you. Yes. That I can be my authentic self with. Yeah. That's cool. That I can show up and be my authentic self and, and. Um, I mean, there's nothing more beautiful. There's nothing more beautiful than showing up 
and just being you. Right. Well, I love the ability. I and I am so excited that we are essentially having like our our four p.m. phone conversations on a podcast. Like, I love how great that. Is it's that be great? Of all of the things I know that we hopefully will be able to cover from you know this navigating friendships and marriage and like all of this all of the things I think is just going to be um, is going to be really fun. So thanks for asking me to do it. Did that just go through? Did you hear that? Mm-mm. Okay. It was my alarm telling me I had to do something, but I just realized my alarm <laughs> is set to John Mayer. I might have a problem. I don't know. Listen, here's the deal. John Mayer is like, okay, sister, you got to get all you, we got to be done because it's time for you to cook. He's speaking you gotta to be you. Done. Right. But you know I what? I realized like, I, was I like, feel wow. like we're going to have, have to have, I'm, I seriously might have a problem. I don't we're going to have to have like a, a we are going to have to talk yeah. about John Mayer a little more, I think. Right. But I just thought just in case that came through the podcast and everybody heard it before I could stop it. Mary you know, Susan's been listening to John yeah, Mayer this whole life, time. Man. What are you going to do? It's life, right? This whole time. It's, it's <laughs> just life. So, you know, I love, I love it. Um, we've touched on this subject, the imposter syndrome, how we're going to kick it to the curb in 2023. And we're going to continue to talk about these things as we, like you said, we talk about navigating friendship, marriage, work, all the things, but we're going to, we're going to be real. We're going to show up and be real. We're going to be authentic and hopefully grow and learn, have some fun and share um, our lives with others as we are in the pursuit of real life. My, the bottom Mm. line is I told my oldest daughter who lives in Atlanta, I said, you got to decide what are the things that you want that make up a meaningful life? And at the end of it, I really do think most people want a meaningful life. Um, and we're going to uncover all those things that sometimes keep us from trying to pursue that meaningful real life and figure out together ways that we can move forward so that we can get there together uh, collectively, you know, and in a perfect world, it's all about just like, being yourself and loving one another, not to come like all kumbaya, but really, come on. <laughs> well, there is something. I mean, you started at the beginning. There's something about the power of sharing the load a bit. You know, we don't have to carry all this stuff on our own. And I'm still learning about a lot of that. But what I'm most excited about is what you said at the beginning is my daughter is always always tells us at home to use our out loud voices when she's trying to get a point across. Like I'm using my out loud voice, mom, meaning we all need to listen. And, <laughs> right. um, I and I'm, I, I like that. Like to think about the fact that let's do it out loud just so we can, um, we can do it together. Yeah, we are. We're going to do it out loud and we're going to show up. And if you would like to subscribe to the mommy magic podcast, we would love that. And we would so appreciate that. Also, if you want to follow along um, on this journey with, with Natty, uh, please do so on Instagram. You can find me at, at Mary Susan Buner. My last name is B-U-H-N-E-R. Not a, you know, believe it or not, he had a worse maiden name. So like I married into like a better name. But um, anyway, that being said, Mary Susan Buner uh, on Insta and Natty, how can we find you? Yeah, I, I'm not even going to try and have you guys spell out my maiden or, or last name. So you can find me at natdm19. That's N-A-T-D-M-19 on Instagram. That's fantastic. And until next time, Natty and I both want to say that we wish everybody well, be brave, be well, and most of all, be yourself. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,